0: Oh, welcome. It is the 4th of August and it is just after 1 o'clock and it can only mean one thing. It is the Reality Check. My name is Nigel Booth, the reality coach. I nearly got that wrong then. And today in the studio we've got an amazing guest that's going to talk about him and his life. And he's going to talk about the ups and the downs and most importantly is that he's just gone through a complete and utter change and going through a huge change in his life. He's going to share it with us. But until... We've actually uh, introduced our captain in the chair, um, Glenn, Welcome to the show yet again. Thank producing you. and being co-producer, how has your week been this week?
1: Yeah, it's been good, thanks, Nigel. Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, it's been uh, been all over the place, and I've been busy with uh, with work, getting lots of uh, lots of inquiries through, and uh, yeah, real buzz going on. So yeah, excellent. It feels excellent
0: excellent and the weather it's it's a, it's a bit unusual isn't it because we went through that really hot period where everything seemed to mm. have closed down and roads were melting etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. and we've now got I don't know if I'm yeah. going out with a coat on or not no because it's
1: really weird and like I noticed earlier in the week it was like it was a bit humid so it wasn't that sunny and I was like god it's quite warm and then like looked down and it was like 27 degrees and I think because we had that a couple of weeks ago at like 38 or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 27 is like a bit more. It's like, oh, it's 27 yeah. degrees. It would never have been like that before. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. So I'd, I'd like to uh, to introduce uh, our guest today in the studio, um, Colin Muxlow. And Colin is, is uh, a marketeer and a professional marketeer and uh it's not always been as jolly and as enthusiastic as he is today and today he's going to come and and talk about his story so first and foremost colin welcome to the reality check and how are you
2: I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: You're very, very welcome. Now, the reason that I wanted you on the show, I know a little bit about your story, and and I'm absolutely really gobsmacked about the difference that that you've gone through in a relatively short space of time. But before we we go there, just tell us a little bit about you, what it is that you're about, what the kind of things that you do, etc., etc.,
2: kind of things I do and the person I am—interesting. <laughs> yeah. um, so I suppose career-wise, um, I kind of got into marketing, uh, sort of in the early nineties mm-hmm. um, when computers were first taking off. So you know, been involved in digital marketing from marketing from the beginning. Um, worked along with that. Uh, you know, moved from job to job um, during those times. Um, very interesting kind of progress through that. Um,
0: because digital marketing is 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 very different to traditional old-fashioned marketing, I suppose. Uh, and I say, I say I'm supposed because I don't really know. But like before computers came out and we were talking generally pen and paper and billboards on the side of roads and newspapers and so on and so forth. It's gone completely different now, hasn't it?
2: You need to be careful saying that. That kind—that's a contentious subject. (laughs) Right. Is is digital marketing marketing? Mm. Right. That that rattles some cages. That does. Okay. Um, In my point of view, it's marketing is one and the same thing. The digital is just how you engage with the customer. Um, And nowadays, you know, everyone's online somewhere somehow, Um, and it's just—it's grown exponentially with. With the speed of the internet and technology. Um, and if you haven't embraced it, then you've been left behind.
1: Wow. Yeah. I suppose it's because it's more trackable in a way, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it? You can kind of track the results easier than having to ask people when they ring up, Did you see our ad in the paper? Yeah, or? It's, it's mm. very
2: different from sort of Mad Men days. Yeah. When you, you, know, <laughs> you just right, got yeah. away with going, Yeah, it was a great advert. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. got no evidence of that whatsoever. <laughs> now, you know, we can track pretty much everything about how you interact with a product or a service or a website or whatever.
0: So, so generally speaking, you work with organizations and people that are wanting to get their stuff out there to, to the general public to entice them and to share their, their goods and what it is that they have got on offer whether that's a product or a service provision. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about that in a very short while and I also want to hear a little bit more about your story because that's the, the reason that I've asked you to come in because not only are you great at what you do and you've got this ball of energy going around with you but I've also alluded to it wasn't always this last few years has been a bit of an excitement for you and welcome back this is the reality check here on revolution radio and in the studio today we've got colin muxlow who is talking about his life marketeer extraordinaire um and we're now going to get into um your life because it wasn't actually always like this colin was it
2: no, um, uh, at one point in my life I, I thought I had everything sorted out And everything was on track You know, mm. I had a good job mm-hmm. I had a nice house yeah, I had a beautiful wife um, You know, everything was going well um, We were in a position where we were Sort of beginning to retire Is probably the wrong word But, you know, sort of settling into that You know, we're going to move to the countryside And yeah. find a nice house And start a family And all that sort of thing Sounds perfect Yeah, it's great It's what everyone kind of tells you You should have
0: and I think that's what everything sort of, you know, we, we've talked on, on the reality check here about what is happiness, you know, and, and why do we do what it is we do. But what you're talking about there sounds absolutely idyllic and it's like what we would say to our, our, our children, isn't it? That, you know, you need to find, your, you know, your, your right job and, and the right people to hang around with uh, and, and get a, a nice house and, and live life to the best you can. It sounds perfect.
2: Well, uh, it wasn't entirely <laughs> perfect. Right. <And laughs> as When that began to happen, things started to go
0: a little awry in my relationship.
2: And okay. Uh, eventually, my partner and I split up.
0: So tell me a little bit about the way that you were thinking and feeling. Because again, here on The Reality Check, what we're trying to do is, is that whole concept of paying it forward uh, when you can and, and take it back when you need it. Um, and, and so there are going to be lots of our listeners out there that the, of going through what you've been through, you know, um, or, or at the other end of it, and still there in that form of of not being so very happy about things. So, how were you thinking and feeling at that point?
2: Um, my world fell apart essentially. Um, I found out that I couldn't have children, okay. um, and that was one of the one of the crumbling stones in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I added on top of that losing my partner. Um, mm. You know, uh, that was. It was a lot to take in um you begin to question your entire value as an existing person wow if you can't have children then why do you exist
0: so, so w- what because that's that's a tough one mm. that's a really really tough one um, and, and as from a male perspective, um, and again I'm being very honest with you, it's, it's, it's a conversation that I've not had many occasions to, to have. I've had quite a few conversations with uh, females that uh, have not been able to to sort of have children. But I have not had that many people talk about, as a male, not being able to become a dad. How, how does that impact upon you as a person? Um, it's
2: very difficult. Um, it affects me regularly um i have to be kind of consciously aware of things that might trigger me father's day is a bit of a Mm. bit of a grind um but it's it's everywhere you know Mm. um at at christmas you see these kind of family commercials and you're like well i'm not gonna have that that's not for me Mm. not in the traditional sense anyway um so kind of coming to terms with that as well as that sort of horrendous toxic masculinity you have of gentlemen of a certain age like i am yeah. um you know you're told not to share how you feel about certain things and you know you're not supposed to show those emotions and you're yeah. not supposed to you know even talk about it um you know boys don't cry and mm. be a man about it
1: we've talked about this on the show before and i think i'm i'm glad to say that i feel like a certainly we're kind of hopefully moving away from that or at least a lot of people are trying to move away from that because it's not healthy
2: i think generationally we're moving away from that Mm, as 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 people are getting older we are but the people that are still suffering from it are very much still suffering from it
1: um absolutely yeah because it's in great if it's been through your whole life i suppose you've had those messages reaffirmed and reinforced it's difficult to and it is
0: it is one of those you know and i think from from any generation of of males um is that that there is that 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 very inbred thing of what's almost like man up Man up but are talking about manning up what we 're going to do we 're going to take a, a very short break here Colin, uh, and then we 're going to come back and I want to sort of explain uh, or at least explore so what happened there welcome back. This is the reality check here on revolution Radio, and in the studio today we 've got Colin Muxlow that is talking amongst of a, a number of different um, topics I mean, we 've just been talking about finding out that you weren 't able to to have children Colin. I know that uh, that that was huge, um, but again, just to go over that, that lasted for quite a while for you. Then that that dealing with it bit is that right?
2: Yeah, it took me a long time to kind of come to. I don't don't suppose I've necessarily come to terms with it. Yeah, I don't think it's something that just goes away.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: You know, I when I first found out about it, I just I kind of closed down quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Didn't really want to speak to anybody about it and sort of became very introspective and sort of asking those questions of what what am I here for yeah why why am i here
0: Because um, it's a very interesting thing you know because it it's it I think we've all got those things in life where we kind of expect and we have this thing in our head that we've, we've got a bit of a picture uh, and, and a bit of a blueprint of what it is that we're going to go down. You know, that's the careers and the relationships and the accommodation, the kind of cars you're going to have, the holidays you're going to go on, etc., etc., etc. And then all of a sudden, for lots of us, that we actually find ourselves on a path that we didn't anticipate that we were going to be on or we should be on and that is difficult to take on board really difficult to take on board but i just want to go through as well that the last couple of years through other things as well life has been very difficult for you over the last few years
2: so yeah um sort of following on from that um i was unemployed for a while um i left my job because uh, of a moral disagreement with my employer Mm -hmm. um (laughs) It was the first time I became truly aware of my privilege, Um, you know, I always thought that um, sexual discrimination was just sort of men of a certain age Mm saying inappropriate things like, get us a cup of tea, love, Mm -hmm. or something like that, and it was only when it was kind of put right in front of me that I realised quite how horrific it really is, Mm. um, or certainly what I witnessed of it, you know.
0: but that all, you know, sort of from there on in, you know, it, it sort of brought you down. Uh, you had um, a rough time with your emotions and dealing with the, some of those thoughts and actually trying to get some sort of idea about which way you were going to move forward.
2: Yeah, certainly. Um, I, I kind of, I, I left my job and uh, I took some time to myself. You know, i recently divorced, um, left my job and... Um, Trying to figure out who or what I should be. Um, so I took that time. Um, luckily, I was in a position where I could take a little bit of time to myself um, and, and try and figure those things out. But unfortunately, you can't do that on your own. Um, or mm. I certainly couldn't anyway. I needed people to talk to. I,
0: I actually think that, you know, and it's one of the things that we've talked on many mm. occasions here on the Reality Check is this this thing that we all seem to have, over a, a period of time, uh, we've stopped talking about ourselves openly and positively, you know, and, and, and being inspirational about what it is that we want out of life. It almost seems that, you know, we've gone back to those those early doors where, you know, people would say things like, Man up and accept it for what it is and bum bum bum. Whereas personally, I, I don't think that is the case. If we can start talking about ourselves in an environment that is encouraging, um, that is, is inspirational. Some amazing things come out. So that happened for you. You got the opportunity to go and talk about you in a positive manner?
2: Uh, yeah, there was there was a few people involved in that. Um I spoke to some good friends of mine who who understood my situation um and was sort of there for me when I really needed them. Um eventually I got some professional help um to help me deal with that.
0: You you almost sort of went back into yourself. Very difficult dealing with some of the news that you had that you couldn't be a dad. You've got a number of things that are coming on where you've been unemployed, et cetera, et cetera. And just finding it difficult. And then you were also saying that, like, then you managed to find that, that slot, that opportunity, that space to talk about you. What was it like to talk about you?
2: It was it was really difficult to start with. Um the fact that it was a complete stranger made mm-hmm. it a bit easier for me. Um, so it, it it kind of it gave me a forum to air out what was going on inside my head. Okay, get it all out and just genuinely look at what was bothering me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and sort of look at every single piece and see what it was and what it meant. Um, and giving me the opportunity to sort of engage with each issue, um, and you know, an understanding that it's okay to be sad about things. It's okay mm-hmm. to grieve for the life that you're not gonna have, you know? Um, up until that point, I didn't think that was okay, you know? I, just, I felt this, this longing and this sadness um, for something that I couldn't have. Um, and being told that that's okay. Just, that was it, yeah. that's okay. It's okay to feel like that. It's, it's amazing, it's huge. Mm. And you, you think to yourself, well, that's, that's ridiculous.
0: It, it, it actually sounds ridiculous, uh, and it does. I, I love how you've put that, because it sounds ridiculous that somebody has to give you permission to actually feel what it is that you do feel. Mm. Because yeah. if you do feel it, you know, and I'm not trying to explain this about scary films. If you don't like scary films, you don't like scary films. No point watching them, <laughs> you know. And But I think sometimes, because of the way that we're either brought up or because of the way that we perceive somebody else will take it on board... We're then reluctant to actually share, this is really me. This is who I really am. And this is what I really think. And this is what I've been through. You know, and, and again, part of those conversations, it's not just about reflecting over where we've been. It is really about sort of then bringing in the notion. of So where do you want to go? What do you want to do? And how do you do all of those things? So I'm making the assumption here that as part of this whole concept of you talking about yourself, it wasn't just explaining and telling your story, which I have to say, it's good to get your story out, isn't it?
2: Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. It's it's important for people that you know and who love you that they understand who you are. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and that's true for anything that's fundamentally you. Yeah. Um. If there's something going on inside of you that you need your loved ones to know, then you should tell them. Yeah. Um. And you know that runs through so many different things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, in regards to to I know you said it was difficult when you very first started talking about yourself, but but now today, um. And again, we're hearing that you. you it almost sounds quite easy to talk about your life and some of the things that uh, you've been through. I've
2: I've come to some realizations and conclusions that you know it's I'm not responsible for the things that have happened necessarily mm-hmm. um and the things I am responsible for I've owned um I've owned where I have made mistakes yeah and I've apologized where it's needed to be apologized for um so I've kind of come to terms with what's happened mm-hmm. I've come to terms with all the issues involved with that um, for the most part. You know, yeah. It does still come up occasionally. But that's about understanding your motivations and, and deciding how you're going to react to things.
0: Well, I think it is also one of those things that, that, uh, that we actually say to, to, to everybody that, that is, it comes into the reality check, shares their stories. One of the most common things is is that people actually accept it. And like I say, it's okay. You know, uh, and some of those thoughts will never go away. You will always get trigger points. You will always going to get something that will bring it up. The difference is the moment that you are able to start to discuss that and talk about that. It makes it easier to sort of deliver. These days are much better, much brighter and much more uh, exciting for you. One of the things that I was wanting to ask you, uh, first and foremost, thank you for sharing all of what you've shared today. And certainly we're gonna want you to come back and and join one of our podcasts, if that's okay, which enables us to sort of go into this in a little bit more depth, Um, because I really would like to sort of figure out a little bit of those coping mechanisms that you have obviously used Mm -hmm. uh, to be not just getting to where it is that you are now, but how to keep on top of that. So what would you be saying to somebody that uh is going through um and it's not just about not being able to 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 be a dad or you know but going through those things where what we thought it was going to be like that it isn't how you know what would you say to people that were in that situation and listening to the show today uh, and and they're sitting there thinking yeah i'd like to get over this i'd like to sort that out what would you say to people
2: um i would say um it's okay to feel cheated it's okay to feel the way you feel when something you want is taken away from you um and there is nothing you can do about it um ultimately you have to accept it because there is nothing you can do about it it yeah. is what it is um so you you kind of have to come to terms with it you have to accept it for what it is and move forward with the other things that you want in your life mm. it's no single thing is is the be all and end all. Mm. You know, there are other options for me. You know, that, like having my own children isn't the ultimate answer. There are mm. other options, you of know, course. as we all know. Yeah, yes. Um, it was just coming to terms with not being allowed the thing that I wanted. Yes. Um, and it being taken away from me um, through no real fault of my own. Yes. Um, seemed ridiculously unfair.
0: Yeah. Because um, that's one of those things, isn't it? When we go through those things, that, you know, this is not my fault. I've not done anything mm-hmm. wrong here. This is what I wanted to do. And, and, and it can be with anything from a career point of view, with a kind of relationship, where you live. You know, you yeah. have all of those things in your head, and all of a sudden you get to the point of it, it's not going to happen. Or
1: a loss of a loved one, isn't it? I mean, in a sense, it's a, gr- a form of grief. is the it process is, that you've grief. had to go through to get past that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is grief.
2: Yeah. It's grieving for the thing that you can no longer have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, you were talking earlier on about uh, the condensation trail as an analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what were you talking about? <laughs> so
2: um, it, it's it's essentially uh, like the condensation trail left behind by a, a plane. Mm. It, it's not what drives the plane forward. It's what has been. It it's what's behind. The past from, you know, your past it is shape it's shaped who you are today but it doesn't shape your future that's right you get to shape your future every day
0: and i think it's a, it's a great analogy if i'm being honest with you and very very quickly let's just sort of go through that because i think the moment that you understand this because a lot of people um going through difficult times um it, almost it almost feels like this is it Mm-hmm. There's no way out of this. And everything that has happened to me, that's the thing that's pushing me forward. It can
2: all be on top of you very quickly.
0: Very, very quickly. But a little bit like that condensation trail that comes out the back of aeroplanes, that's just left behind. That's what's behind. It's not pushing the aeroplane forward. What pushes that aeroplane forward is this present moment energy from the engines that is, con- uh, that is uh, controlled by the captain in the cockpit. You know, uh, And if you put that to life... It's exactly the same. What's behind us doesn't push us forward. What pushes us forward, folks, is is our present moment energy. And our present moment energy is about the way that we think and feel. It's the way that we think and feel. Think good things, that's pushing us forward. Think bad things. That's pushing us forward. It is down to a choice. Sometimes not an easy choice, uh, but generally it is a choice. I would like to take this opportunity, Colin Muxlow, to say thank you so, so much for coming into the Reality Check. And I'm sure that lots of people are going to have lots of questions uh, about more about your lifestyle. So thank you for that. You're very Uh, welcome. Glenn, thank you very much again. Um, uh, It's been great to sort of be a part of the show. Yeah, definitely. uh, I wanted to
1: say thank you to Colin as well, actually, because I think what you've done is you've just come on and shared something very deeply personal and something that will also be very relevant to a lot of the people that are listening. Absolutely. Um, I would, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thank I you. Would,
2: I would like to think that if I can help someone get through what I went through quicker and easier, yeah, then that's some added value. That's something good I can do with something that was ultimately very unpleasant. Definitely. Um, wow. And if I can take something good out of it, then I think that's great.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed the show and we will see you next week. Until then, goodbye.